Welcome to the Rent to Retirement Podcast, your resource for passive real estate investing and retirement strategies. If you're new to real estate or planning your financial future, you're in the right place. Join us at renttoretirement.com to find your path to financial freedom and an easy, carefree retirement. Enjoy the show. Hey, Rent to Retirers. Thanks for joining us for today's show. We have a special show for you today. We are doing a client testimonial. We have John with us here today. John has been investing for a little while, has used rent to retirement services, and we wanted to see what his investment journey was like. So, John, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing well, Adam. How are you? I'm doing quite well. So, I wanted to get started. When did you first start thinking that real estate might be something that you were interested in pursuing? Well, I've always had a background in real estate. I've done, um, been a realtor on the side for about probably the last six or seven years, but not really kind of gotten the whole investment game. And COVID, I think COVID kind of <laughs> changed things. You know, I had another full-time position, was furloughed and had some time and, you know, started hearing about the Burr model and investment in bigger pockets. And, you know, that's how I learned about rent-to-retirement. And so you mentioned that you're a realtor and that actually surprises me because so many, I would say 90% of the realtors I know, they don't even consider investment properties. Like they're just, you know, buy and sell your personal residences. So the idea of a, a realtor thinking about investing, especially I'm assuming, and we're going to get into it, not where you're living. What made you kind of stand out from the other realtors and say, I'm going to actually buy investment properties, not just sell, you know, primary residences. I think looking for that passive income. You know, I'm in a the Northern Virginia, D.C. market where the you know, home values are very expensive. And, you know, I was ready to kind of, you know, you know, have a f- pretty much freedom, you know, where you don't have to depend on trying to find that next client or if it was a full time W-2 job where, you know, depending on that, you know, paycheck every two weeks where, you know, a company can go under or you have less control. So I wanted to take kind of a charge, you know, my financial future. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned bigger pockets on the Burr method. That is completely different (laughs) from the the rent to retirement model. So what made you decide that uh, the turnkey uh, market was the one that you wanted to go into? Well, I think when I first saw the Burr, I kind of, you know, you see the you know, the phrase and all that. And so you start doing a little research and that's how I found bigger pockets. And that's how I heard, you know, from the podcast or rental retirement. And I wanted to ease into it. You know, I wasn't ready for doing a rehab or, you know, so I heard about rental retirement and I thought a turnkey would be a great way of starting out. I mean, it could be a way that I kind of continue to do it or it could be a way for me to continue to learn and that was probably the best way for me to learn and getting introduced to the renter retirement team. Yeah, I will say Burr sounds good. I mean, there's some great sexy stories out there about Burr, you know, the 50 properties in a year, two years. But if you look at the work hours those people are putting in, it's <laughs> it's, tough. It's, tough. it's it's a whole lot more than I'm putting in with my turnkey. I'll put it that way. And I'm assuming um, you're putting in with your with your properties. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so let's let's start off and talk about your journey then. Tell us a little bit about, um, well, let's start with how many properties you currently live and where are they located? Because I'm assuming based on the fact that you use rent retirement and you're living in the 
Virginia, D.C. area, you didn't buy in Virginia and D.C. No, not, not at all. Now, I mean, trying to find anything like 1% um, rule in this area, unless you kind of venture out to the Baltimore, Maryland area, um, was a very difficult thing to do. Um, I have one property in Michigan, one property in Indiana, and then also doing uh, new construction in uh, Cape Coral. Okay. And so um, which one did you close on first? Uh, Indiana. Indiana. Okay. So let's go through that process. I mean, it's your first time, you know, you've, you've, did you buy it while you were furloughed? No, no, no. Oh, that would be really impressive. Yeah, it was, it kind of took me a while. I mean, I was furloughed for a short time. Um, but of course, during everything going through COVID, you know, pay deductions and all that. So once all that got squared away, I think I first spoke with Zach back in probably July of 2020. And, you know, going through the pre-approval process and debt to income ratios and probably got all squared away by November of that year and was able to put Michigan and Indiana both under contract during that time. Okay. So walk us through the process a little bit, kind of what was your, what was your take based on what you thought was going to happen when it came to buying properties and then what actually happened? Uh, Was it like easier, harder, and what was your take on the, the whole process itself? It was very simple. I mean, very straightforward. I do have a background, so I kind of understand the whole getting pre-approved and going through the loan process and getting documents ready. Um, I think working with the different teams in the different areas were great, kind of um, learning about the more about detail about the inspection process and going through the rehab that was done on the property and the Indiana team being great and getting everything fixed up on the rehab um, that wasn't perfectly done. Um, Client placement was very quick. Uh, They actually had a tenant in there before we actually closed on the property, which was great. Um, But yeah, the Indiana process was very smooth. There was no true bumps in the road in there. So I was very pleased. Yeah. Now that's one thing I want to touch on a little bit as you talked about the inspection report. That's uh, I found with people, that's kind of the one thing you, you get it. And I always tell people it's one of the two times you're going to want to back out of the deal because yeah. you get that inspection report and you're like, Oh my gosh, there's all this stuff. Cause you know, whenever you do the the rehab, you know, whether you're burying or whether you're buying turnkey or even new construction, I've gotten some inspection reports back on my new construction. I've been like, what, how, what, who is this? What are you doing? Um, talk about that process when you saw the inspection report and then took it to them kind of, how did that uh, interaction go? Um, so I got the inspection report. It's about probably 42 pages. You know, you get the full report, the detailed report and you know, there's, there's always more in there than that really needs to be, you know, truly fixed. It just kind of tit tat issues. Um, they sent me up with a project manager, um, over in the Indiana team. And we were able to walk through page by page, bullet point by bullet point on each individual item and some items that had questions on and what he can take care of and what was a big deal, what wasn't a big deal. So probably good, took maybe an hour and a half, two hours on the phone, just going through that process. Okay. And I'm assuming all of the the big ticket items and even the smaller ones were dealt with before close. Yeah, actually, all of them were probably taken care of within a week. Nothing really big ticket. It was turnkey. Everything was ready to go. Just kind of small items that had to be, you know, uh, 
you know, some siding here or there, just kind of touching up patchwork, nothing too thermostat, for example, nothing too big. Yeah. So whenever you talk a little bit, you've mentioned that, you know, you knew some of the, the interiors, like your, your lending, how long did it take you from um, when you identified the property to when you actually closed on the Indiana and Michigan homes? Probably about 60 days for Indiana. Um, Michigan took a longer time um, due to just rehab delays on the rehab, just uh, kitchen sink leaks, and they had to, you know, redo the flooring. So that one actually took a few more months in Indiana. But Indiana oh. took about 60 days. Okay. Yeah, so I'm assuming then that maybe the the Michigan one, it wasn't fully finished by the whenever you went under contract initially, it sounds like. Yeah, that one took a little bit. That was during the rehab process. So it took yeah. a little bit longer on that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now you mentioned you're, you then went on and you have one in uh, under contract in Cape Coral. What made you decide? I mean, I'm assuming that meant the first two were going well and you decided, Hey, I want a third or did you go under contract in Cape Coral at the same time? I think I remember the Cape Coral properties came on and believe it was October of last year. And I wasn't ready. I was already, wasn't ready for that. It was a little bit of higher ticket item believe they were around 220, 230 um, at that time. And that one, I kind of pulled in another partner um, on that property and mentioned it to them. And they were intrigued by the model uh, about the Cape Coral. And the great thing about the Cape Coral um, was now they're actually gone up in value. That oh, yeah. probably closed it's been a few months and going through the permit process and they're actually starting construction, I believe this week. Um, and it should be ready in four to six months. Yeah. I mean, that'll probably be like a 280, $290,000 property by the time you close on it. I think even more, actually they're getting some that are around the, so we ended up around 238 on that property. And it should be around 320 to 330. Those are some of the appraisals that are coming in right now. So that wow. could actually end up being a bird, a new construction bird, which is <laughs> extremely hard to do. Um, yeah. But the Florida market, it's growing. Um, there's some great marketing material on Cape Coral. And watch all the YouTube videos that Rental Retirement has, learning about the different property management or just that area and learning about it and how there's so many people heading to that Florida market. And so it was something that I couldn't figure out how to do on my own. I already had two properties under contract. So, you know, I pulled in someone else and we got it done. Yeah. So talk to me about your goals. Kind of what are you looking at? Are you looking at getting five, 10, a hundred? And what's your, what's your end goal for your real estate journey? I mean, I would like eventually, I mean, to get into multifamily you know, grow a little bit more, continue to do probably turnkey um, and then hopefully pursue some on my own and get to the multifamily. So get to the 50 mark, get to the 100 mark. I mean, it's going to take time. You know, it's a slow game. I mean, if I can get three to four properties in the first couple of years and let it snowball into there. Yeah. So so are you looking, are you looking to get out of uh, your W-2 and your your real estate journey now, like not journey, but your real estate uh, agent job, or are you looking to stay in? I have that there. I think it kind of goes hand in hand with investing. 
I mean, I think the biggest key now is networking in my own area. This area is great for flipping, you know, networking with um, flippers in the area, the more learning just through the turnkey process. I know you're not doing the rehab, um, but you still get to learn the process with the project managers and going through the inspections and the scope of work that the properties have gone through. And, you know, and also networking in the current Virginia, D.C. market, I think, just listen to the podcast that Bigger Pockets put out, and there was somebody from the DC market um, that was just on there. So there's a lot of things going on in this market. It just it's hard to find that like long term buy and hold, um, and that Indiana will have, or you know Michigan will have, and of course Florida. Yeah. So are you looking now that you are you're going to be in those three markets? Are you looking at just kind of building up the portfolios in those markets, or are you? looking at new ones or what's your, what's your plan of action there? My focus. I've been really happy with uh, Indiana, also Michigan also, but Indiana, um, there's something about that market, um, that process just went smooth. They have great properties, um, great tenants. Um, everything's gone through. So that's been my focus market and just kind of learning the outskirts of Indianapolis, you know, the Anderson, Indiana or Evansville, Indiana. Um, as I'm seeing more and more coming on rent to retirement. Yeah. So how is, I, I, believe, I found whenever I started investing, it got a little addictive. Are you addicted now? Um, I kind of get upset. I'm, I'm like, I'm bored. Like I really want to buy a property. You know, it just has to be the right one. You know, you have to be financially ready to put the down payment. And, you know, if I could, you know, buy two a month, I would, you know, I'm hundred percent addicted to it. Yeah, definitely. So one of the things that can make or break any investment, any portfolio is property management. So I wanted to get a little bit into kind of what your experience with the property managers has been kind of walk us through kind of the initial bring on whenever they had their first conversation with you. You mentioned that Indiana, Indiana, they were able to get a, I believe it was Indiana. You said was able to get a tenant in place before the close even happened. Um, so just kind of walk us through how that started and the interactions been with them since you closed? It's been very good. I mean, sometimes property management, sometimes when you don't hear anything, that's a good sign. Like, so, you know, everything's going um, really well. Um, we only had one repair and they took care of it very quickly, which kind of made me really happy. We had a tree branch fall on one of the garage units um, in the back and it sounded scary. They got out in between a storm took care of it, was under, you know, 500 bucks. So it wasn't a big deal and repaired the roof all in one day in between kind of like the storm. So overall it's been, it's been very good. Um, communication has been good. Um, have had no issues and I'm great. Good. Now, um, one thing I wanted to ask, how much time a month are you spending on your, uh, your two properties? would you say? Um, not that much time. I mean, I would say probably a couple hours. I mean, probably eight hours that just because it's me, I like to be involved. Uh, I mean, some, if you're very passive, um, but I like to, you know, make phone calls and check in with property management and just check in, for example, Michigan, you know, if a property's rented out, know what's going on what's the next step so i'm kind of someone that likes to be active in it so but probably not more than eight ten hours a month 
just because I like to. And that doesn't include checking the renter or time inventory every morning. <laughs> You're addicted. On the, so yeah, that's how I usually start my day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a good and a bad habit to have, I would say. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so what are your hopes like in the next year? Are you looking at getting maybe one more, two more kind of, are you thinking maybe going, I mean, you mentioned Indiana and building up there. Are you looking, are you thinking that you're going to stick more in the um, rehab turnkey or are you uh, looking at the new construction stuff more? Both. I mean, new construction, if it's there, um, Florida is still a great market for new construction. I mean, if I can find more there where I can kind of get the funds and get that ready to go. Um, and we'll see if I can end up, you know, burning out of the first one in Cape Coral and be able to use those funds again. Um, but Indiana, you know, if even if it, there needs to be a little bit of work done in Indiana, if it's turnkey, if it's not turnkey, but that's been like my focus area. So I'm hoping... My goal, which not sure how I'm going to obtain it, but uh, maybe three more doors at the end of the year. Okay. And so what are we, what have you been doing with the income? Are you just using it to save up or has it allowed you to scale back at work or is it just extra income? Kind of what are you doing with your passive it's, income? It's, it's just saving at this point. It's nothing that I'm going to be touching. It's going to, you know, building up the reserves, you know, if any repairs are needed in the future and also rolling that income into new properties. Yeah, I, I like, I don't know about you, but I have, it sounds like if you're spending eight to 10 hours, you probably have spreadsheets coming out your computer like I do. And it's always fun to watch and see, okay, when have my, when have my properties bought me my, my next property yes. um, type thing? So <laughs> eight to 10 hours, that's a, I have to admit, that was a lot higher than I was expecting you to say. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm also, you know, reading and studying podcasts, just learning. It's, it's a great way to obtain, you know, not just financial freedom, but there's just so much you can do in real estate um, that's going to grow and grow. Yeah. So I don't remember if you said, what do you have a, a property number in your head where, where you'll start? I mean, I know you said multifamily, but do you have like a number of doors that you're shooting for? I think I don't have a number because um, I, you know, I would like to get to the 20, 20 to 40 mark, you know, but I can't see myself stopping at a current number. And I'm not sure once we get to a certain point, do you focus on paying off the properties that you do have, or do you continue to leverage by, you know, putting the 20% down and then reusing that money or paying off that property and taking in more passive income? Yeah. All right. So what would you tell people who, you know, obviously there's a lot of people who are listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, reading books, not doing anything. Uh, what was the thing that spurred you to action that you think could help others in their hopefully starting their journey? I think anytime anybody goes through anything in their life where they feel like a change needs to happen, you know, you need to understand and know the reason or the why, you know, give that. And you have to have that desire to want to do it. I think the best thing is to talk to Zach. Um, Zach will really kind of, even if you're a little terrified, which I was in the beginning, you know, I was scared like most people are, you know, what if, you know, the tenant's not paying rent, you know, what if the house gets foreclosed on, what if, you know, 
you know, the house starts falling apart and just all these different issues that can just, you know, all the horror stories that you hear when anybody says that they're going to go invest in real estate, just, you know, making a phone call, you know, setting up an appointment with Zach or um, talking with the different members on his team and they will walk you through. I mean, worst case scenario, you liquidate the property if you need that money back for anything that happens in your own life. But, you know, take advantage of a great opportunity that most people are scared to do. Yeah. And I just want to let everybody know, for those of you who, I mean, I'm sure you've heard him on the podcast here before and on YouTube videos, Zach, who he's referring to as Zach Master, the founder and CEO of Rent to Retirement. He was the, like I said, the founder, the other investment counselors as well. Investment counselors, what did, what did he do as your investment counselor? Kind of how did, how did he help in your process? Well, I worked with him and Scott. Both are great. I think the great thing is about them, they're true mentors. You can come to them with any question, little or small, and they kind of help you in a sense to, I don't know, different avenues on what the plan can be five years down or how to build your portfolio. And if you have any issues in certain markets, always give them a call, very quick to respond. Zach will, you know, send me an email at 10 o'clock at night. Like he's always quick to respond. And also, you know, you can see tons of reviews on the bigger pockets boards on, you know, how great they are with the clients. And what I love about them, they always make you feel like, you know, you're not a small fish. You know, you're important. You're a big fish. They're not too big of a company where one client is, you know, you're very important. Yeah. Good. So you mentioned, did he, when you had that conversation with the provider and the, um, about the inspection, was, were they on the call with you or did you go with, through the inspection with them beforehand or how, how did that go? Um, I forwarded it to them, you know, just to let them know this is an inspection. Um, but I actually worked directly with the provider and they were able to take care of almost every single item actually on that inspection report. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else you think people should know about uh, either the rent retirement model or about real estate investing in, in general? Yeah, take action. Take action. I mean, it's very, it's actually a simple process. And most people can say like after a while, it kind of gets boring because you're ready to buy, you know, you're ready to buy the next one. And like, you know, you just want to get something going on, but keep learning. You know, if, you're looking for a passive way to achieve your goals. There's no better way than real estate. And with a company that kind of like truly takes care of their clients um, and responds quickly, you can't go wrong with a rent retirement team. All right. Well, thank you so much, John, for all of our listeners out there. Check us out. It's renttoretirement.com. That's rent to, that's the word T-O, retirement.com. You can see uh, all the properties, you know, John spends every morning looking at the uh, the hot list and that gets sent out daily. You can sign up for it there on the website. Also, you know, leave us a review. Let us know uh, what how we're doing. Let other people know. Give us five stars preferably, but give us an honest review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Also, if you have any topics you want us to cover, any questions you want us to answer, email us. It's podcast at renttoretirement.com. That's podcast at renttoretirement.com. All right, John, thank you so much. Thanks, Adam. Take it easy. You too. 
Thanks for listening to the Rent to Retirement Podcast, your number one resource for wealth building, real estate investing, and stress-free retirement strategies. Continue your real estate education and invest with us at renttoretirement.com.